Yo, this is Chaos with the Blacklisted Podcast. And if you like, you can follow us on Facebook at Blacklisted Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Blacklisted Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Blacklisted Pod. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can send an email to blacklistedpodcast at gmail.com. And if you would be so kind to rate and review on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you steal your free podcast. Fade to Black. I'm Damien. And I'm Ed. We're from Living Dead Dolls. And we've been blacklisted. I am the only man that can cure the world by speaking words. Black art, the Almighty. Blacker than a panther, blacker than Atlanta. Open like the starry dark background of Saturn. Mighty like the builders of the pyramids in Africa. Stronger than the Afro-Lorta than Alabama. Deeper than your soul, blacker than a black Santa. Wild as Larry Davis is when he can give a damn. Or a fuck motion like a slave ship slicker than a. Bippin' hope, getting dope, slicker than a macro. Super fly, flyer than a super fly anthem. Welcome to the Blacklisted Podcast Cinema, the only show where you're encouraged to talk during the picture. Today's picture is 1986, The Fly, starring Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis, directed by the great crazy body horror fanatic David Cronenberg. Before we get started, like I said, I'm Nubis Black. We're here with Chaos, the Minister of Defense. Yo, what's up? In the Sage. DJ Academics is away with his wife celebrating her birthday. Happy birthday, Jackie. See? <laughs> we got this shit, but figure it out. So this film was a remake of a remake. Uh, the original ones never really got me, but when Cronenberg, who's known for all his weird venereal disease, internal dysfunction, body horror, I knew we were up to something. And boy, it doesn't it doesn't make you forget it that's for sure this movie is an unforgettable film because you're thinking about a lot of things that a lot of people don't think about while watching a horror movie you're thinking about the right to choose an abortion or not the right to uh, you know what is the future of transportation are we going to still use cars are we using electric cars or are we going to teleport back and forth and the whole story of Icarus flying too close to the sun you know, just because you can do something, should you do that something, so... Which I was just about to bring up a line at Jeff Goldblum losing another movie of just, just because you can, don't mean you should. You should do it, right. And it answers a lot of ethical questions thrown in together with this gross-ass freaking movie. Uh, Academics is lucky because he picked the day, right day not to be here today, because he, he's terrified of this movie, so... That's why we're playing it, and plus we like this movie, and I wanted to do it for a while. Uh, just the fact that a dude was, like, integrated with insect DNA where he could have sex nonstop, where a hooker goes, you know what, you know, enough's enough. <laughs> she was like, I'm a trained professional, and enough is enough. I can't do it anymore, so. Uh, yeah, it's just a, a really good movie with only a small cast. I think, what is there, like maybe six people in this movie? Of any importance, the main characters, the ex-boyfriend, and that's pretty much it. Everybody else is kind of like background. So, this came out in 86. The sequel, and again, 
hard to make a sequel of this movie, but I think they did a decent job of it because it's the son of this guy, and it's it was the same but different story being told. Like you said, just because you can do something, don't mean you should. But then this shows you the greed of the pharmaceutical companies. Wow, what a shock. This came out in 1986. That they were more than willing to capitalize on this guy's failure to make millions, if not billions of dollars at the cost of this guy's son or anybody else who got in the way. So we're going to start up 1986 to fly. And the music doesn't help when you hear that shit. You know something bad's happening. Oh, by the way, who produced this movie? Mel Brooks. Mr. Happy. And the thing that it is is... um. This is another one of those where you go like, yes, the remake was better than the original. Yeah, pretty much so. Because because the original, it was just a, a guy, it, it was a, a, a man, but had a fly head. <laughs> hey, very easy to scare back then. <laughs> yeah. And this movie had a lot of good quotes, like, be afraid, be very afraid. That came from this movie. And you got like stuff like Jeff Goldblum's uh, Seth Frontal saying he can't cope with the flesh. And that's the same thing of him, you know, trying to get the teleporter to accept the flesh, to teleport living flesh. But also his own personality where he's a virgin. He didn't know nothing about sex and he can't deal with being around a woman. So you get that as well. So I thought that was pretty hip. He's like, I'm working on something that would change the world and human life as we know it. He did. <laughs> he changed his life. Hey, Stuart Cornfield. Love that name. Think about the past Cronenberg movies when you watch. Rabbit. The chick would get horny and stab people with her little dart in her armpit or some shit. And everybody's going around turning to zombies. Then you had... Where's that other flip we see where they went inside the hotel? Uh, we were just talking about it. Everything's body horror, where he was like, the girl uh, had a venereal disease, and she had sex with somebody, it was spread and turned everybody into zombies and all that crazy shit. Shivers. Uh, shivers. shivers. And Gina Davis, believe it or not, is probably the only person in this movie that could build a teleporter because she has a genius IQ. At the time, Jeff Goldblum was dating or married to Laura Dern. Gina Davis was married to that goofy director. What was his name? Um, yeah. Rennie Harlan. Rennie Harlan. Then they had an affair on set. She married, divorced Rennie Harlan and married Jeff Goldblum. Yet Rennie Harlan ended up marrying Laura Dern. They wife swapped. But only in Hollywood, right? Yes, sir. She also played the grown-up version of Reagan of The Exorcist when it was on TV, which was a good TV show. And then they screwed it up and she walked it off. Thank you. 
quieres, un mes. And she was a former, of course, former fashion model. Uh, I remember seeing Jeff Goldblum for the first time. He was in a short run TV show called Ten Speed and Brown Shoe yep. with, with, uh, with Ben Marine, right? They were like detectives or some crazy shit. But then he was on uh, another remake that was better than the original. The um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. He was married to Veronica Cartwright, who's sister of the other Cartwright on Lost in Space, and Veronica ended up going on Alien. Oh man's trying to he macking, he playing music, making coffee, he doing everything in the world but trying to get in her pants. <laughs> And he's a real life pianist, a jazz pianist too, so that's pretty funny. And Cronenberg, remember in every role he's in, he's creepy. He was in Nightbreed as the serial killer in that, the psychiatrist serial killer. And uh, he had a cameo in Jason X. Yeah, he was in the beginning part where he starts running, he gets like a, uh, the, Jason threw a spear or an axe or uh, a knife thrown through his ass. Remember we seen them fuckers in, uh, when we went to Universal Studios? And they yeah. had the, the, the real life telepods there. When I first seen this, and I was like, with the special effects that they had at the time, I'm like, and they can't make a Spider Man movie? Really? They can't do that? With, the shit they're doing here with the camera working off. Yeah. And I always thought that was like, really? They did this shit on a shoestring budget, budget and it worked out. You know, now she's fucking them up, showing them the legs. We don't have a button that says dun dun dun. That's how it's played. <laughs> There's your homework assignment. Fine, dun dun dun. <laughs> Granddaughter always said. Now he's need to spin around, and take a whiff. Ah. Yeah, if you do that, and the next thing you know, yeah. it's slapped. Or a kick to the face. But ahead of its time, because that's what happens now, right? You can use voice recognition on your phone. And on your computer. And your TV? Oh, yeah. I forgot. That's how I found this thing. <laughs> she always had like a. What's the word? She wasn't Hollywood gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Girl uh, next door, baby. Girl next door. Uh, had a little bit of money. 
got a perm, something like that, you know what I mean? She wasn't like Hollywood gorgeous where she looked so phony and tight. Great, you owe me a present. Well, she, she could have took them panties, baby. Because that's what I would have asked for. Because uh, they disappear in one way or the other before you get out of this own. Yeah, that's called great. So, strike that from the record. Uh, if you want to check over here. Yeah. <laughs> Great special effects in this movie. All, all done, you know, practically. Is that a hologram? Cost fifteen million dollars to make this movie, and they made sixty. So I'll call that a win. Plus, it won an Oscar award for Chris Wallace with special effects makeup. Chris Wallace, uh, who, if you follow the chain of command, he's actually a. His mentor was, you know the greatest special effects of mankind right now, you know, Rick Baker, so he learns his shit. Your stock has just been yeah. from one pot to another, disintegrated there, reintegrated there. So, change the world as we know. And that was more or less just the academy. And they also won BAFTA. Right, right. The first one, again, for a makeup artist. And I like the fact that, again, the tagline was be afraid, be very afraid. You know, and that was written by Mel Brooks. And he kept his name purposely off of the show because he thought people would think this was a comedy. Which you would have thought that, you know? Yeah. He also had the other one that wasn't used as much, but something went wrong in their lab today. Very wrong. Yeah. That's a good one. Not as be afraid. And that's what I'm saying. Be afraid. And it's kind of funny where, again, you got the whole studio. And I get it. The studio is a front of 90% of this money. But they did not want Jeff Goldblum to be in this movie because they didn't think he was bankable. And they wanted Mel, Bro Mel uh, Gibson to play this role. And Cronenberg fought for that. And that's good because Mel Gibson ended up doing Lethal Weapon. Uh, Goldblum ended up doing this. And everybody lives happily ever after, I would think. I, could, I can't watch this thinking of Mel Gibson's handsome ass playing uh, a goofball, you know? It's a woman before was looked at, Michael Keaton, John Lithgow, James Woods, Richard Dreyfuss, John Travolta. So they had a list of people that they had that Hollywood wanted, but Cronenberg stuck with Kobe, which I thought was great. So with her, you know, with uh, Gina Davis won the role, you know, she was still dating him at the time, so they wanted uh, Laura Dern. What a shot, Laura Dern, you know, they wanted her. 
Jennifer Jason Lee was hot at the time. They wanted Linda Hamilton. But uh, everybody turned it down. And Davis took the role and the rest is fucking history. This guy's a good douchebag, too. It's, it's a lot to, I mean, in real life, you run into people like that, but this guy is an actor who can play this off. And you go, dude, this guy's really douchey. How does he play that? And also, at the same time, some people are probably tight because of the crazy. Dude, you're so easy being a douchebag. We need to hire you. We need a douchebag in this movie. Can you, can you do it? And all he has to do is give you that swarmy look, and they're like, of course you can do it. They look like the chambers of a motorcycle. Yeah. I never thought about that until recently, you know, recently when I was researching this. And I was like, oh, okay. It makes make kind of sense. It looks like something in the real world is what I'm getting at. Did you see that mistake? You missed it. The chick in the red pants were walking past and sitting down. Then they cut to a close-up and she didn't go to sit down yet. She was still walking past. Y'all yeah. watch this shit, y'all figure it out. And they both got them bug out eyes and shit. <laughs> See this shit, you will not want to eat another hamburger in your life. Imagine what the oil companies are doing now with electric cars and shit. You know, they're finally kind of letting off the pedal on that. They would kill this fucking guy to stop them from getting that out there. He'd be dead within overnight. Not the, not the uh, cars or oil industry. Airplanes. Any transportation industry, if you know you can just, you're cutting into the bottom line. That's why I laugh when people are onto this whole. Like we were talking about a couple of days ago, that everybody's talking about their whole foods this and their natural this and their what is it called now? Um, 
awesome. It's uh, organic. Organic. Everything's goddamn organic, ain't it? Yeah. Uh, uh, if it's not made out of metal and plastic, it's organic. Yeah. Uh, everything is natural. To quote George Carlin, dog shit is natural. It sure is. It's just not good food. Yeah, you just don't want to eat dog shit. And this motherfucker's just went to her crib and started taking a shower. That's boss. See? Total douchebag. I'm going to that work, so I'm going to just drop by your crib and take a shower. <laughs> But, uh, everything people been eating for the last, what, since we were kids, we ate shit that was, what do they call it, genetically modified. Uh, GMO. Um, Guess what? Your mom. I was going to say. You don't want to say this. Modified. Fuck your dad. And genetically modified you. Yeah. Their genetics, their genetics, and his genetics combined made you. So you're genetically you're modified. genetically modified, and it goes on and on and on. Now you got people going, well, well, I'm gonna eat this meat. Why? It was genetically modified by a clone, whatever the fuck. But guess what? There's not enough hoes to go around, <laughs> as he said, mo bitches. Mm-hmm. He said there's not enough hoes to go around. <laughs> See, that guy gets it. <laughs> Yes, I'm serious, J. Jonah Jameson. Yep. And I just don't get, like, and, and then people latch on to that shit. Fast forward. You got a football player who now thinks he knows better than fucking, you know, people who are experts in viruses. And people are buying into that shit. Well, no, he's, he's, he's taking uh, advice from... A millionaire podcaster. Yeah, a former UFC fighter. Nah, it wasn't a fight. He was just a, a, yeah, commentator. a commentator. No uh, disrespect. Commentator, what the fuck do you comedian, know? TV host. So if you lie to me, to me, it's just me. I ain't the smartest guy in the world. But if you line up all his credentials and tell me about what he believes in this virus, and then you give me Fauci who has PhD, who is the guy who is on the fucking front lines of AIDS and all that stuff. AIDS. Uh, SARS. Ebola. You know, stop. Yeah, and I'm... I'm yeah. taking his fucking side. And I, and I also seem to remember when uh, the Ebola scare hit a couple years ago when Obama was still in office, and I think we got one case here. Yep. And, well, because of one, they sent over help to stop that shit before you even got, Where over, it got over here. Exactly. So you have one person getting it. And that's something you should have did with this, but again, who was running the country? Oh, no, uh, some idiot got rid of uh, all of that stuff that Obama created. No, he said ahead of time, yep. Because Obama created it, yeah, so. So she got beta match, yo. Yeah. It was a chimpanzee. Chimpanzee. I mean, uh, what the fuck monkey was that thing? Yeah, it was, it was like a... Like a rhesus monkey or something? Rhesus something? monkey or orangutan or something like that. And 
That's why we don't send flesh stuff to React. Right. I'm trying to figure but it out. But you know what? Ben Roethlisberger would say it's okay and 80 people would line up to try it. No matter how many of them come out looking like that goddamn monkey, they still would buy into it. Like CM Punk's song, the cult of personality always wins. Doesn't matter how much you know, it matters what somebody who's popular thinks they know, and people follow for, through that shit. So. It never ends. People are just, you know, we're, we're genetically modified to be stupid. <laughs> as simple as that. He claims he, uh, Rothenberg claims he cured himself. If your cure is so well that, uh, what was his name again? Uh, podcast guy? I forget. Uh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Who has a great podcast. No disrespect to him, but come on, man, really? You spoke to a fucking quack on the side that came up with some bullshit. Did he have you under a, a black light and injecting you with bleach as well? Because that shit was supposed to work. I know, everything that was, uh, yeah, all, all, all the crackpot theories. But here's, here's, here's uh, another thing that uh, he keeps not bringing up. Uh, monoclonal antibodies, I believe, uh, what it was, is another thing he took. Right, in March, which, which was done by Science Up. But, because as far as for thing, that's part of the thing that he took that helps. But also, um, money. He has yeah. money to go and get money. All can, people with money can seem to magically get all the shit that people without money can't get. And it's like, it's, it's like that one. He spent $6,000 to cure, get himself somewhat cured. But all you had to do was take the free, free shot. Shot. <laughs> Nobody sees that. They see superstar Ben Roethlisberger, and I want to be like him. I just hope to God someone like, you know, it's bad enough we got some basketball players and football players who refuses to do this shit. And now they're bitching that they're not getting paid for it. But uh, guess what? You had an option. Uh, man. Well, if your boss say, this is what you got to do to stay on the team, to get paid. Now, I ain't never made something disappear and have some chick just lay on top of me. Nope, ain't happening. He had to buy dinner, laugh at their jokes. Well, <laughs> he ain't making it disappear. He sent it from one thing to another place and it turned it inside out. But still, she felt sorry for him. Pity. That's a strong power. I gotta get some pity. Can I get some pity? No pity? For a pity? Nothing? I'm getting nothing. Alright, eat more cheese. That's all I'm saying. He's laying on the biggest circuit board ever he didn't know was there. He was standing there a sideboard with the size of that thing. You have any disinfectant? No, I'm a scientist. It'll go away. Ben Roethlisberger said it's fine. It, it'll heal up. <laughs> Let's see. She's kissing all over it. I'm like, you know what? I think I have a computer chip down here. Yeah, right there. Oh, it was a microchip in my back, but I have some uh, hardware. Hardware that you need some work looking at. 
I seen this at the Quaker Bridge Mall. That's how long ago it's been. Yes, sir. That's where Anthony used to work at. I, yeah, I used to be the manager of the arcade. He's the manager. Where's the sky? Starlight? Spaceport. Spaceport, whatever. My steak is better. Why? Because my wife says so. Oh, uh, yeah, well, the one part that they did wind up cutting uh, was when we saw that baboon being turned inside out. Mm -hmm. When it tried to escape the thing, he uh, beat it to death with a pipe. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> so they was like, I'm uh, yeah, come on, Dave Carnberg, chill with that just a little bit. And yeah, when I seen this, I was leaning heavily because I remember when Cannon, Cannon had the rights to Spider-Man, and I was like, man, maybe this guy could be Peter Parker, but he's so freaking tall. What is he like, six five, six six, something like that? Like, some like yeah, uh, I'm guessing it should have also been some type of food coming. Because, uh, well, when it gets to the point, it's, uh, it's, it's basically made from honey, eggs, and milk. Yeah, vomit. Still, yeah. don't care. I don't like that and that combination. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still going, uh, hey, eggs and milk, sure. Yeah, that's a uh, fucking. Uh, it's basically an omelet. Omelette or or French toast mix. Uh, yep. And I guess honey and milk can be a thing. Yeah, people like that and they call that me. Uh, yeah. When it's fermented. And you fermented enough. You have to deal with her IQ, uh, IQ numbers, but they're extremely high. And this was originally supposed to be done by Tim Burton. That would have been crazy too, but I'm, I'm sticking with it. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, I'm fine with uh, David Cronenberg, but now I'm thinking about. Because Cronenberg was supposed to be doing Total Recall. He didn't. He got into an argument with Arnold and those guys, and he left Total Recall. Mm -hmm. and, and Verhoeven came in, and he fell into this, which was perfect. And of course, being that you bring up Keaton, he was offered the role <laughs> of Seth Rogen. But then again, there's a lot of those things that keeps going back to, yeah, this person, this person, this person, this person was offered a role. But right, usually right. the top five of the male things anyway, all of them they said they were offered to them. And there's always those top five at that, yeah. you know, decade or whatever. And then the, the least of the guys that you would think would get the job done. My man stalking and shit. You know, everything that's illegal nowadays, he's following her around. He's in her house taking showers and shit. She's modeling Indiana Jones jackets. What are you doing here? I followed you. Psychology today. Creeper. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. You guys are great in this. 
she should have said yes. There you go. There you get your curb stop his ass. He's right there. Don't have to do anything. We're finished, remember? I'll spend the night anywhere I damn well please. There he is, that's his brother. We've seen that show at Universal Studios, and even though we know it's a show, it's still fucking terrifying. It did that right live on the set. We knew how it was done, and it still was creepy. Telepods was inspired by the engine cylinder of Cronenberg's Ducati 450 Desmo. There you go. Which in the Ducati of bike yeah, motorcycle. Yeah. Damn. She's got dimples like they were chiseled into her face. Like she was cute in Beetlejuice. As soon as you start playing, that the Beetlejuice chick? Yeah, her and the guy who shot somebody and killed somebody on the set. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing at that, but come on, man. We're in what? 2021. They're still using guns, really, in movies. And then not only are you using guns, you know, for wink wink authenticity, you've got a very untrained gun wrangler handling those guns, and then you wonder when shit goes fucking sideways. Thank God a brother didn't shoot her on site. Because oh. he would be in jail right now for murder. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's just a fact. You can disagree all you want, but that's a fact. If they can send you to jail for not paying your taxes, and other people from different walks of life can have even a bigger tax fucking deal and not do time, Think about it. Why didn't Wesley get the chance to make all them stupid fucking uh, Nick Cage movies he made just to pay his tax lien down? Nope, they threw his ass straight to jail. Don't, don't stop it. Fucking go. Just keep on moving. But we're talking about the disease thing, y'all, right? So now, you know, the movie's chug, chug, chugging along, you know, Wakanda Forever looks like it's on its set to do its release date. Lo and behold, we got this stopped again because this fucking girl does not want to take a goddamn shot. So she's not taking a shot. So everybody who was on set, in front of the camera and behind the camera, now ain't getting paid because she don't want to take one shot. They can't film around her because they did all the filming they can around her. She don't want to take a shot. My question to you is, was it worth keeping her on the show? No. I don't think it was. Yeah. Especially, you knew you knew what she was about, you know, in the first one, when she started acting. What's this supposed to be? So, I personally... Look, Chadwick sadly died for real. Can't say he wasn't in the plane crash with his sister. You know what I'm saying? I would have had to kill her off too. But this is not your story. 
Because if you know she's acting the way she's acting, then it ain't gonna stop. I sent you to the Bartok party to see what you could find. Or discovery is my mistake. I have a lot of background on Brunel. He's been working on this thing for six years. So now this dude's not just being a stalker and a douchebag, he's gonna be a stalker douchebag boss. Staff protection? Come on now. Right there in the middle of it. The only reporter of the event from the inside out. Trouble ass. Keep me informed. Just blow me once in a while. Because you know that's all this is all about. It's a professional. Oh, you're a creeper. Uh, hmm. Now. What about sex? See? Yeah, I'm not saying love for affection, just stress relieving sex. You and me. You're disgusted. As always. I don't know, she had a little gleam in her eyes. <laughs> she didn't say no. Yeah, she didn't say no. Of course, which is great, because this is what a guy would do when finding out that his new squeeze, his first squeeze, is going back to talk to her ex-boyfriend, so he's getting drunk and jealous. Talk to him. Baboon's like, Psh. what? They also said Michael Keaton was in for this role, and he turned it down. But also at the same, I mean, because it's it. just What's that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That came, that came off of the baboon. Then he's fighting away. Hey, where are you going? I don't think that's a good idea. Translation. Yeah. Caesar said no. <laughs> You're gonna do it anyhow. Beta move. He in there fucking up the house. But here's the thing in reality, you have microscopic organisms living on you as we speak. On you and in you. So, am I gonna turn it into half stomach lice or whatever the fuck we got in our stomachs? I don't know. Star Trek never answered any of that shit. No, yeah, because that, that was another thing that was actually brought up in Star Trek. You were like, uh, yeah, no, I want my mouth to scrambled and right from one place and try to have it be formed or another. McCoy's seen this movie. He knows how it's going to turn out. And you remember in the original Star Trek movie didn't want to get on that thing and somebody beamed up and shit was wrong. Yeah, he turned into that fucking chimpanzee or whatever the fuck that thing was. But also at the same time, that's pretty much what happened, what I just said, where um as far as for Star Trek, it said your molecules are scrambled in one place and reformed in another. Well, his molecules were scrambled along with the fly that was in there. Right. And all of it together was reformed to him to the other. <clears throat> but the way Star Trek explains it. 
it's like a, almost they, like a photocopy. They, yeah, they claim they have a database. So it has chaos database already in the computer. And it will only take what is needed to build, reform a chaos reformation. Anything yeah. else just, I guess, goes into the fucking the food processor. Because <laughs> they said it. it's the same technology that makes the food. Replicator. Yeah, replicator. Because they said it, like, I, I had one great second where they explained that there's a room on, this, on any starship and it has a big container. Almost like, uh, what's that stuff, Cameron? Co tofu. Tofu. As a container, yeah. imagine a big solid container of tofu. But the replicator with the teleportation technology can take whatever that's scanned into this computer of anybody's food stuff that they ate and what they need for nutrition. Because, you know, my nutrition will be different for the next human beings, which is different from a Klingon and so forth and so on. Yeah. So it will take that nutritional needs of the being that's being served and it can transport that no name, no taste, white food stuff into whatever you want. It can, for you, it'd be a turkey wing. For me, it'd be Romulan ale or whatever the fuck. But that's their logic in it. Only problem I didn't like in that logic was like, so it turns you know, empty matter into plates and spoons. You know, I would rather have it be food that has to be put on the fucking plate, but they come up, they got cups and shit. So are you taking the cups and spoons and recycling that as well? Are you recycling human waste in Star Trek to make food? They never really say. And they said that they, the Brundle fly was growing a third arm, and he ripped it out. And they said it was so gross that the test audiences were growing up and shit, and they said, you had to take it out. <laughs> wow. This movie was worse than what it is? Growing up nasty. Yeah. Uh -huh. So yeah, I like that. The old Chekhov's gun up that microchip. So obviously there's more one one fly, because the other fly is in him now, right?
you feel so bad for him. That's another thing that makes the character has heart because he he he's doing all the right things for the wrong reasons. He's doing it out of jealousy, or then he realized I have no reason to be jealous because she came back to me. But too late now, motherfucker. You've been fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Sure, you came out looking like Kirk Thomas for a hot minute doing gymnastics, but then that shit ends real quick. That's when the, when the, when the end of the second act is when shit starts getting real. Another film that does not, I mean, we had, this is the second remake, so we don't need another. comes off as that whole, like, when you know a, a, a family member or a friend that, you know, say they get cancer and they start, it, your body's basically taking you out. You ain't being taken out by, like, an accident. You ain't getting yeah. taken out by being assaulted or shot or stabbed or beat up. Your body's turning on you, and it shows that, like, and I think that's something primal where everybody worries that's going to happen to them because somebody, you know somebody or heard of somebody close to you that had a debilitating disease that slowly turned them from the person you know to when they finally succumb to their disease, they don't even look like the same person anymore. So I think that's a primal thing and I think that's what really freaked people. Yeah, and uh, with some people it's physical, with some people it's mental. It's mental, right, right. I've, I've dealt with the mental part of it. Or people you knew for life that don't even recognize you anymore. Oh, oh next one. Okay. Uh, so, so this is where his uh, his daughter learned the gymnastics in Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When she was running from fucking Tyrannosaurus. Uh, yeah. They still didn't tell us that, that the daughter's mama was black, but okay, we'll take it. Raptors, right? Yeah, raptors and yeah, tyrannosaurus. Raptors and tyrannosaurus. Popping out, huh? Or in his version, he's flying. Oh, that shit he got up in him. Like, uh, Emma Blonsky. I think you got a little bit of something in you already. Ladling in that Hulk blood. Blam, chicka, blam, blam. Well, that look that she gave me. I thought it was him. Yeah, me too. I thought it was a TV. Oh, I keep forgetting about this stupid thing. <laughs> he walking around the French market. You know who she reminds me of a little bit? Correct me if I'm wrong. Don't she remind you of Lindy a little bit? In the yeah. Mouth? A little, yeah. Oh, no. Six o'clock. <laughs> Whatever it was, it wasn't coffee with 18 fucking teaspoons of sugar in it. 
sacrifice like coffee bean for the filter. It's somehow purified the process. It's purified. It's cleansed me. And I'll tell you, I think it's the wrong thing. got the right guy who can rattle this shit off. Because he talks like that all the time. You ever watch his show on Disney Plus? Yes, he has this one called the Jeff Goldblum show, and it's just him making stuff built. You know, stuff I, I but he's just yeah, yeah, following. You know, he has a new season where they're talking about mankind and dogs, and it's just him talking about why dogs and man get a, get together, and he just rambles on. They found a dog that looks just like him. He had one of those bicycles and ice cream. And it's just pretty fascinating out of his eyes. Also, certainly true. I will say now, however, subjectively, that human teleportation. So you couldn't drink his coffee. His coffee kills. One sip. Let me lay there sweating and dying. She's looking at him like, what the hell is wrong with you? Waiter. I mean, what an accomplishment, but. Yeah, yeah, that's the show. Uh, uh, same thing. They got a second season out now. They had like one of the bicycles. That was pretty neat. Mm-hmm. But just having him talk and then he's just jibber jabbing. going on. Uh oh. Your porn guitar now. <laughs> well, he's like, I ain't even bust a nut yet, son. I'm not ready to quit yet. She said she's dry as a, as a board. his face he's starting to look like a teenager now I need to soak this thing up <laughs> she's about, she about to spontaneously combust it she, he would not let her go yeah sit in the uh, Go yeah. sit, sit on the block of ice. Block of ice or something. Shit. For that, uh, we watched it. What is that show called? The World's Greatest Food Food Show or something. And this guy went to some African tribe, and he uh, these women, white women, these African women were like in love with him, trying to get him to marry her. And she'd be like, make this fire out of these weird herbs. And she would wave the smoke under her arms and her hair. And she squatted over top of it. And took she had a pen and just squatted over this fire to make it smell good. And then she was calling over. He was like, no. I think they would have killed you and ate you because it was like one guy, each guy had like eight different wives. So they were tired of the same guy all the time. They wanted him. But now he's getting aggressive. Something's happening. Yeah, look at your face, dude. Sure, you jack now. Shit. Chicken shit to be a member of the dynamic duo club. Okay, great. I'll find out. 
the French people. Don't last, make them last any longer. You still didn't do the fucking sex long. <laughs> they just did it. Because I may be a fucking slut, but I ain't stupid. I'm not going in there. Sure, you're a total stranger and you're getting me boozed up. What the fuck is wrong with you? Nobody in the right mind wants that anyhow. I spent good money on it. Not to put on my back. Look at him. in this movie. Thanks for a wonderful time. Wow, she walked out of there pretty good. She's a trained professional. Yeah. Look at it. Got some baggy drawers on. Afro in the front. This way. Is that you? Or the TV? <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> that was a good call. You smell bad. Wow, thanks. Stark Industries and they said you're fucked. screws you used to get back when you used to get the pop. Go down there and twist them in there. I'm not doing that. Very likely insect hairs. Not for a dun-dun-dun. That's silly. That's ridiculous. Look. 
Now there's more. Look at your face. Something happened when you went through, Seth. You've got to get some help. I think you must be sick. You're jealous! Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, we got that to go. Now we're on our own. Does this look like a sick man to you? set if it's a real place that's still gonna be shot to shoot. Bottom hot water pipes. Look at the size of that tub. It's like a toilet to him. It's like what's more face? He looked up here like he's looking at a stranger. Yeah, she's using this newfangled air trimmer. Mm. <sighs> this lab was uh, actually a distillery. Yeah, I'm just looking for that. I went to cut a toenail and I did that. The whole thing fell out quite close. I didn't shoot glue out of my finger. That's nasty. Oh, now this camera cleans stuff up? Just use the old tool. There Yeah. Yeah, oh, correct. Stop doing that. Is that his hand leaking? Finger, man. That's nasty. Ew, nasty. Ew, nasty. See? Ew, nasty. It is very nasty. Now, when you think about this, when, uh, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Who's directing Dr. Strange now? Scott Nicholson? No, the new doctor. Oh, uh, but, but also partially right now, as far as for comics wise, you know what it just reminds me of? Spider-Man. Right, that's what I'm saying. Who directed the first Spider-Man movie? Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. If you change the music up, it's the same scene. When, when Peter's finding out his body's going through changes and nobody catches that shit. Like, they explain why, uh, how can he climb up walls? They never, to this day, that's the only movie that ever told you how he does it. Because you see the... He's I mean, growing hairs out of his hands. Yeah. And if you look, they do the whole close-up shit, you see them hooked hairs. Mm -hmm. And apparently, I'm assuming... Remember when he uh, was doing the old upside-down kiss, and she went to roll the mask down? 
he yeah. him, and he said, wait a minute. Wait a minute, yeah. I think he was consciously sucking those hairs yeah. back in that keeps the mask on. Mm-hmm. Which gets, that whole logic gets thrown out of the window because goddamn mask is off every five minutes. But yep. at that time, he controlled that to get the mask off so she could kiss him. And even then, I was like, okay, this is a cool movie, but that's fucking nasty and nobody's saying anything about it. High tech Atari video game images. Pretty good resolution, too. Because it was what? Um, was it the, the like about right around that time when Man Web showed up? Like when Peter was actually starting to grow? Right, he was growing arms and legs and shit. Like that's body horror and it's two extra arm two extra arms because spiders have six, so he already had Spider-Man two arms. Eight. Eight, so yeah, he was always growing two extra four. Because he had these two and then he's grabbing two more. Yeah, so I said so he was growing two extras out of his side. Two extra pair. Yep, total confusion. Uh so you now wonder why all of a sudden, you're having that urge for more sugar and sex nonstop, and the agility, so to speak, strength. He's getting all that. See, this is being rated R now. She did a cigarette, goddammit. We ain't having any of that. We'll let you squirt goo out of your fingers and break people's arms and screw prostitutes, but cigarettes is crossing the line. If you're worse than what you were the last time I saw you, I'm not no! coming. I'm not coming. <laughs> uh, what was the last word you said to me? Uh, you don't want to see me no more? But that's, 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 guys. A woman is stronger than anybody because only a woman would do this shit. Ever. I think so. I couldn't do it. I could, dude. I've done some shit. I've done some shit, and there's no way in hell I would expect my wife to actually come back and fix it. Now that—that's a different story. I don't think she's showing up for that. And she might. She might go there to speed things along, life insurance and all that good stuff. And if I ended up like that, I'd be more than happy to fucking take. Done today, it would see you the shit out of this and it just would have lost all its effectiveness. Yep. He got that bad Michael Jackson crime going on and all that shit. That's you up with that. His 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 all time. This scout looked like his face. All that's cool. That was all of it. Everything. Including that hair on every day. Every day. Can you imagine 
Yeah, do that every day be out public. That Pepsi commercial. Burns. Yeah. Yeah. Burns pork speed burns. When you burn your scalp like that, you don't your your hair pop is gone. So his head is like a like that. And they showed it on the on the, they showed the autopsy and you see the pictures of it. It's fucked up. All this. God. Oh, you, again, when Cass says if you got money you can do these things. We can. All this, sinus cavity and all that, that was all fucked. All He had little magnets. A magnet here, I think two here. And his fake nose that stuck right in. Then he did the makeup and the makeup and the makeup in. And if you got Rick Baker as one of your best friends, Rick Baker was doing that shit. Dude did thriller in American Wear in London. He was doing his makeup and taught him how to do makeup to go out. Right? He wore that mask because he couldn't do the makeup that well. So he always wore masks to cover, obviously, and work both ways. And he was performing that shit. He going. He is hot mess, dude. Hot mess. Oh, I don't want to see this part. <laughs> this part is nasty. Time for you to do the ill button. Oh. Ew. You're all late. Ew. Thank you. I didn't look. I turned my head. I couldn't do it. Oh, he lost his ear. There you go. Make me your ear. Ew. Here. No. See? Women will do that. Won't you? Come on, T. You do it for me. I threw up on my own birthday cake and you helped me out with that. Then again, you left me in a car covered in mine. You left me in a, co a cold car covered in vomit while you went to a nightclub and left me in a parking lot. How fucked up is that? That's love right there, man. Yeah, I was gone. I stumbled my way ass home. I walked home covered in vomit. I had a black shirt on that was pink in the front and black in the back. Oh, that shit. I was the fly that night, man. I was a fly. I was the fly. I was a hot mess. Hey, left me with my cousin and his girl wife at the time. I was so drunk, I was shitting in urinals. Who the fuck does that? That's when my mom was like, "You're embarrassing." I was literally, I was literally banned from going to the NCO for the rest of my natural born days. They took my social security number and everything. You will never come back here. Okay, <laughs> I guess I'm not coming back. True love. And she wore the most complicated dress that a drunk person was not going to take off. So she didn't have to worry about me getting into anything. She had buttons and straps and switches and all kinds of shit. Everybody. I can't, I can't hold my time. I was like, you all right, boy? I said it first. Straight upstairs. This is okay? I just knew that I was up here. It's a mess. I had the sun move over. That was the worst thing to do because when you're drunk, you look up to see the skies, you learn that. 
She should be just leaving. Oh, she's coming in there because of her issues. Here's the thing, and I say this for years, she still does it. Bless her heart. I don't like surprise parties. I make plans when I make plans. I don't think my plans should get in the way of your surprise. Right? Right. So, I made plans to go to my company bar. I don't eat everything. That's just what I do. Somebody had plans for a surprise party. So, instead of taking me home, we go to the surprise party. Open bar. No. So, whose fault is this when you think about it? Every time. It never does. I figured that you learned. No, I don't. I'm stupid. I'm a guy. I don't like shit. Fifty years later. And you still messed it up. Yeah, you still. Yo, e even this guy was in on the last surprise party, and I was like, Something right, something's not right. So we were supposed to go to the rest of the show, and I'm like, Andy, where the fuck are we going? Oh, you just gonna drop by and see Terry? So hope she's not doing this again. I walk in, and I did not drink a lot that night. On purpose. I didn't even eat anything that night because I was. I learned that. And I, did, I think I must have eaten eight hamburgers at that party. Drank. I was so twenty-three. Twenty-three shots. Some old brain. That's ninety-five alcohol. They said I should have that throwing up was keeping me. And look, they're talking about abortions and all that shit. You know. 
And that's uh that's Cronenberg right there. Cronenberg right there. Show me how to be sound of dude, and I can do sound effects. It was all a dream. Mm -mm. Not enough dream for me, man. Now you curl up sleeping like an insect. Sick, madam? She came out when he was freaking out. When she came out, I freaked out the next day seeing an ex-girlfriend hold him. So, who had it worse? God, this is some serial killer shit. Fuck you doing here? In this medicine Yeah, it's like, he's buying this shit. 
This is like therapy. Uh, yeah, I can't see you anymore. For what? You're taking the baby. Come on, Lacey, he's throwing her out. How does this work? Let me see your tap. Oh, that's right. Oh, there it is. Okay, catch. So these are just different ones? Now he looks like, well, sadly to say, that meatball we just ate. With a Mo Howard haircut. He doesn't either. That's ninety percent of the time. So you're saying he looks like a man-sized meat wad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at his teeth. You got meat wads, teeth. The drought he was a man. Listen to that music. Great music. See, he took a really simple B-movie from the 50s and turned it into something more realistic as well, too. Thinking logically, though, she ain't waiting for nothing. You don't know what the gestation period is, you know. He's creeping now. Everybody's creeping. Poor Gina Davis. Everybody creeps on her. Movies with this weird shit in it.
At least he was smart enough not to go unarmed, which is a insider joke because he will be unarmed, that's for sure. Yeah. More or less, he's going to enjoy this. Kind of. Until he's not. <laughs> well, that's why he's like, oh. I, I, I get to go and shoot him or it the reason that you stayed away from me no you're the reason she stayed away right. from you 
B. Receiver of genetically fused A B combination. Subject. Well, he may be a human fly hybrid, but he still had the brains to figure that shit out. Scrapple. I swear to God. Look at that. See? Those are nice, simple effects that have been around since the 1950s. You know, ever since I think we're singing in the rain when that gimbal was invented. Okay, that's literally the camera being stationary and the room is on a rotating device. Yeah. Crazy logic is just flawed. I've been trying to run away right now. I wouldn't be knowing near this thing. Ain't that much love in the world. All oh, that shit just waiting to fall off. She takes a nice bump into the damn machine, though. You notice that he cleaned up his apartment, though? He swept up all the trash in a nice pile. Three joined together in one body. Four human and I have one. No! 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 Ah, the jawbone! Oh, 
Taking his own life, having her help him. Yeah. But the other dude was just a douche. No, dude was like, nah. I'm, yeah. Your mind come back to me. I win. <laughs> no, you don't. 
man. You don't win. Which, um, and unless somehow they, they, the, 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 the fly vomit cauterized those wounds, right, right. he's gonna be dead uh, from blood loss. I think it, it did cauterize. And look, give Chris Wallace right in front of everybody, because his shit deserved it. So, wow and wow. That movie's still good. Look, Dr. Chevers. Chevers. Very, uh, a horror movie with a lot to say, which is saying something, because a lot of horror movies don't have a lot to say, let's face it. It's just for the sake of horror and violence and gore. This movie had a lot to say about, you know, right to life, abortion rights, uh, stalking, uh, yep. teleportation, you know, tra- the whole transportation of the, the planet could have been affected if this shit really worked. And uh, it's just sad. You know, it's a sad love story as well. And you got the whole, like, the innocence of one guy from the creepiness of the other guy and a woman caught in between the two of them. So... Again, we're still playing around with this brand new soundboard we got. So, you know, make, you know, deal with it. We're going to get better. Uh, but David Cronenberg's The Fly has always been a top, top movie for me. For all the things I just said. And Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis were great actors. John Gens was also good and with, you know, he's a perfect douchebag. Let's, let's face it. George Michelle, was she the best hooker ever? I don't know. I don't really judge the hooker actors in these movies. But, again, great movie. David Heddleston was in this movie from Boy. Maybe he was in the original, because he was from Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. Yeah, sometimes they mix up the. They like to put them together, but yeah, 1986 to fly had everybody talking, and even the even the wink wink uh, mass media critics had to admit this movie was good. You mm. know, some people were more grossed out than others, but. You ain't paying attention. If it don't, you know, there's movies that have gross-out scenes with really good storytelling is that helps you pay attention. Like The Exorcist helped you pay attention. But if you have gross-out for gross-out sake and you have old Peter Jackson films, that's what it is. Peter Jackson's not really trying to tell you anything at that time in his life. He was just trying to gross you out and prove that he could make a movie off of pennies, you know? So this movie did everything right. I think the sequel was just as good. I don't compare it to this one here because you're always going to come up short. You can't compare it to this because this movie was so great. But I, this is one of my few five-star movies of any genre. I don't care what genre it is, but this movie was good. 1986 The Flies, again, with directed, written, produced David Cronenberg. Also produced by Mel Brooks, Mr. Funny Man himself, who claims he's going to do a History of the World Part 2 before he passes on. We'll wait to see. Before he gets canceled when he dies. They'll cancel him when he dies. Gina Davis with her high IQ. She was in this movie as well. Jeff Goldblum was at his full Goldblumness. Uh, great movie. I really dug it. So that's it for today's show. Check us out again with our cool, fancy, damn new computer technology with weird things that can do shit like this. <laughs> Another shit that Cass is gonna put on here. Like this. See, I got an applause. We keep we got canned applause because no one can hear us. But for you guys who are 
keeping up to date with our stuff, but we appreciate it. You know, the more you fucking like or subscribe, we appreciate that as well. If you have any ideas what movies we should watch or what we're missing out on or what we can fix, just hit us up on blacklistedpodcast.com. We have a Gmail address at the same address. You can look us up on Facebook, Instagram, and all the other places. And, you know, tell a friend, tell somebody, tell a wrestler, tell anybody. So we have also ahead of the thing, you might hear uh, the, the full gear pay-per-view watch-along that we did recently with the AEW as well. So, we got things coming down the pike, and we're still working on a script in a, uh, for a, a movie we're going to do and put on YouTube. So, keep your ear out for that. Same black time, same black channel, Blacklist Podcast. See you when we see you. Peace. Say it to black. <laughs>